0: Wait, we are not doing a cold open? So you're just gonna just start the show-
1: Sterling Watson.
0: Good morning, Indubians. I am T. Sterling Watson, and this is the Indu Podcast. Thank you for joining me. One, all, one, everyone, everyone is one. We are all together. We are one. I'm still working, workshopping that one. we we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out later. But hey, welcome, this is a very special episode of the Indu podcast, where I will be co-hosting with Minister Damon Gibbs, who is my brother-in-law, um, and good friend, good guy, good guy, um, but he he has a podcast, The Faith Life, so we are going to be co-hosting that together um, within this podcast, so we're going to cut to that in a few minutes, but first just gonna run down a few things. Um, First of all, in this particular episode, we're co-hosting it because we both wanted to uh, interview the guest, which was, a- it's actually a good friend of ours. Uh, the the lovely um, Keisha Tigner, who uh, is very talented, uh, very anointed at, a, at what she does. And she's a, a praise uh, mime uh, slash dancer. I think she does dancing as well. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a ministry. She uh, has a, a school where she, she teaches... Uh, young children and adults and teenagers uh all ages she doesn't have a senior program yet we talked about it um not on the podcast but we are uh, her and i we actually are working on um, a project which i don't want to say too much just because i don't want to put too much hype into it yet because nothing has really started but we are working on something together uh but i said all that just to say that the three of us dame keisha and myself we will be starting a new podcast uh so that will be coming soon so take just look out for that i will be announcing it on here and on twitter uh, in parentheses at indube and then you know we'll you know you'll find out about it you'll find out you'll find out don't worry the faith life is about to happen right now so hope you enjoy and and uh get something out of it really just you know Laugh, cry. Um, I don't think there's many, many, any crying moments, but definitely laugh. Have a good time, enjoy
2: it, and uh, I'll talk to you afterwards. Welcome to this episode of the Faith Life, the best podcast in the world. I'm here with my guest co-host from the Indu podcast, T. Sterling Watson. What's happening? Good morning, Indubians. Good morning. Good afternoon, or guest Indubians, yes. <laughs> Um, you know, I just realized that this show qualifies as one of those crossover episodes like oh, you see it on does. TV. Yes.
0: It's oh yes, it's magical. I'm so excited <laughs> now. I'm getting tingles.
2: So really quickly, why don't you tell the Faith Life listeners out there a little bit about the Endube Network and your podcast?
0: Oh yes, the indube Network or even the Endube Podcast is um kind of branched off from The Lost Style, which is a, another podcast. It's been around for three to four years. Um where I had a co-host uh, by the name of Mike, who spells it with two eyes, and um, we were just chat about random things. And now the Indu podcast kind of does the same thing, but it's just me and a few of my friends and characters and
2: things. Okay, I'm am sorry. I got to go back to the two eyes thing. Is it two eyes in a K E or two eyes in a, oh, a C? M I I K E, because we decided to adopt
0: the name of a I guess a singer or a band. His name is Mike Snow, so we just. I, I, we, I never actually co-signed with Mike to do it. I just started doing that. I was yeah, like, geez. this is now your name. So that's, <laughs> that's what happened. And to find me, I'm pretty much on Twitter most of the time. I don't really do the other social networks that much. But uh, at Ndub, I-N-D-O-O-B. And it's uh, so where you can find everything else. And my website, too, Ndub.com. That's where you'll find everything.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, today I'm actually really excited about this episode. Um, we have with us the very talented and awesome, gifted, entrepreneurial, Ms. Keisha Tyner. The founder of Appointed Praise My Ministry. What's up, okay. Keisha?
1: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: You know, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Thank you for joining us. And we know that you've uh, you're very busy. We know you got a lot going on. Um, but we're glad that you had some time to come and just hang out with us and um, and talk with us.
1: Glad to be here with my Dunkin'.
2: <laughs> Dunkin' is important. Yeah. America runs on Dunkin', for what I'm
0: told, anyway. Keisha
3: runs on Dunkin'. Is that free advertisement?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it should be, because I know I did it all the time on The Lost Isle. I, I always had it. Oh, actually, we all did. Um, came in with Dunkin' products. and we're, we. I was trying real hard to get some, um, at least, you know, free coffee, something. Something. So, didn't work out it didn't work out i was close because i I, they they did contact me through twitter so really yes
2: wow what did they say um i was
0: talking about it was during their winter promotions and they had um gingerbread flavors Mm. so i called it the the nectar of the gods and then they (laughs) sent back a picture of like greek mythology like people with like wine glasses and things i'm like wow they recognize it good nice nice
1: gingerbread is awesome
0: it is. It is, and uh, it's a shame that it's a seasonal right. thing. I don't understand why it needs to be, but
2: yeah, I won't get into the gingerbread thing. How wow. my family they, they fancy the gingerbread Pepperidge Farm cookies, hmm. and uh, I'm guilty of that too. Yes.
1: <laughs> haven't tried those.
2: Check them out. Apparently, they're really good.
0: Yeah, and, and try the ones on the top of Midori's fridge. Yeah, oh, the ones that have now probably don't been there what, two see. years now. I was trying to keep that a secret. Oh, it's, oh <laughs> no! I'm gonna tell it because she made me. It's like here, try these. It was an unopened box, but it was a one year old box. Wow. Um, they still tasted fine. A little crunchier than normal, but. Wow.
3: Have yeah. to ask her about those.
0: Yeah, you yeah, bring it up. Ask ask her about those and why she made me eat them and not. You yeah. didn't hear that from me. Th- I will say that if you do get anything like kind of Pepperidge Farm, and you need to hold on to it for a while. Stick it in the freezer. But then when you're ready to eat it, then you want to eat it all at once because they go bad pretty quickly.
1: Thanks for the tip.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Perfected Anytime. 101. So, Keisha, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Keisha?
1: Keisha. Who is Keisha? I am 26 and I have uh, a full-time job. I'm also the owner of Stir The Gift Arts Academy. Uh, we have a location in Hamden as well as satellite in middletown and Waterbury, i'm um, also am in school again <clears throat> for my second masters pray for pray for me hallelujah wow. but <laughs> second <laughs> masters <Jeez. laughs> that's it after that we're done we're um, going to work um, on the first one <laughs> biblical <laughs> studies um youth leader at my church and you know a mentor and i just like to travel <clears throat> So on this th- on the, the list for this year I mm. have California and Chicago. Wow. Paris by the time I'm 30. But you know, I just like to travel. Other than that, I'm addicted to Chick-fil-A. Hmm. Um <laughs> Another
0: thing I just had to get that
1: <laughs> out there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. Dear Chick-fil-A if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Keisha Tigner. Um what else? I'm from Atlanta. I'm an army brat. I was an army brat for 20 years, so we moved around to different places and now I'm in Connecticut, awesome. Woo.
0: I just love the
2: sarcasm in yes, your voice. I love it. Tell us how you really feel about Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's awesome state, <clears throat> state of opportunity. You know, it's like those things that you have to have, but you don't. You don't like them. You don't really want it, right? Yeah. Connecticut is essential in so my. So these are some lemonades that you were
0: given, and you're making lemonade out of them. Correct.
1: Okay. Because I'm a southern girl, so this cold and mm. the whole walk past people don't say hi thing, yeah, mm. not really feeling that. Wow. But God has, you know, he's used these lemons to make <laughs> strawberry lemonade, raspberry, mm. so it's been a great experience. Mm. hope that answers your question a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that <laughs> does answer answer the question, you know, we just want to find out a little bit about you. Um, How did you get involved in the arts?
1: Um. Well, my mom always had me um in the arts since a little girl. We did gymnastics, um, praise dance, step, drama, liturgical, oh, liturgical, <laughs> and um, I started miming when I was uh, in the year two thousand seven, and so I always been involved in church, um, different organizations, and just exploring my gift. Um, had the opportunity when uh, when I moved to Middletown to uh teach. Uh, Praise Dance for the first time And so that really opened up my eyes To um, Not only the gift of teaching uh, But how to teach Um, And as you're under Uh, teaching for such a long time now when it's your turn um (coughs) yeah all the times that we didn't like listen to our dance coach and uh when they told us to do a move and we were like huh Hmm. yeah it all comes Mm -hmm. back to you in Hmm. a blink of an eye Hmm. so (laughs) yeah (laughs) um it's funny how that works isn't it Hmm. (laughs) have two great coaches though i don't know you know, mm. mid shout out to mm. you. <laughs> but um, so
0: I figured you're talking about a little bit, right? <laughs> Not that we
1: didn't listen to her moves. Clearly, who would who would do that? No,
0: you were always you know paying attention. I,
1: exactly. So I wasn't there, but I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So all those years of experience, um, just really getting a little bit of different types of arts, dance, like I said, step, tap, gymnastics, and uh, recently mime. 2007, um, my friend showed me a mime, K and K mime. They're the founders of Gospel Mime. Uh, they have videos all over YouTube. Check them out. And she showed me their video, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's interesting. Like, why do they have their face paint white? I'm not really understanding." Hmm. So I began to research, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, anyone knows me. I'm very sarcastic, <laughs> and I have a lot noticed. of expressions that I make. So when I found out I could connect my expressions to a gift, you know, that the Lord wanted to use, it was like, "Wow, voila! Wow, like, voila! So." <laughs>
2: We'll, we'll we'll change that in post too, so it's more voila. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, wow. So you so God was able to take something that naturally you have and, right. and just turn it into this gift.
1: Correct, like wow. the songs awesome. like hey, you know, pain or anger. so you just think back on a time you were pained or you were angered or you know because the expressions are not something that you just make up it's it's all I tell my students you relive the moments you know Mm -hmm. so you think of the moment that made you angry that made you sad and you just apply it to the dance to the song you know so it's taught me a lot so
0: wow that's awesome yeah Hmm. that's awesome so how do you go about picking um whatever song or Mm because you don't always you don't always do song occasionally you add a some sermons in there.
1: Correct. Well, this cometh by prayer and fasting. (laughs) 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 So really seriously, though, just seeking God um, in prayer and asking him, you know, what what does he have for me or the group to minister? What is the need of the atmosphere at that time? Is it healing? Is it faith? Um, Because it's very important to hear what um, the Lord is saying concerning whatever it is that you do. So, you know, you don't ever want to be out of order. And like, I'm just going to, because we went through a phase, you know, as you grow in ministry where you're like, I just picked a song because I killed that song last mm. time. So I'm going to kill it again. Mm. And God's like, I'm sorry. No, you're not. We're going to switch it again. And so, you know, you have to learn that really quickly. um And so that's a lot of the things that I teach now, because a lot of people do pick the songs. They'll pick Break Every Chain. It's like number one. I'm like. We still doing Break Every Chain? It came mm-hmm. out like three years ago. It's a powerful mm-hmm. song. Don't get me wrong. Love you, Tasha. I don't even know her personally, but I love her. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <laughs> what a full main.
0: <laughs> thought you guys were tight. Like right.
1: <laughs> but no, seriously. You know, it's important just to match, you know, what God is saying to where you're going. Because that's how you really flow and allow the Holy Spirit to be effective, you know, because if someone in the, is in the need of healing or healing is needed in the room, and you come and minister something about stand or god is able he is able and you can stand but they needed a healing a Mm -hmm. healing worship so it's very important
2: Hmm. it it's it really reminds me of um of preaching a a message Mm -hmm. whereas you know you might have a a message or a sermon that you know gets them every time Mm -hmm. at the same time you need to be aware of what people need at that moment right um, and what God is, is really trying to say at that time so right. just being in tune and you know I'm, I'm glad you brought that up um, because I, I've noticed that you go to certain churches or you mm-hmm. go to certain places mm-hmm. and when a dance team gets ready mm-hmm. you know not nothing against you know praise dancers and, mm-hmm. and things like that but when they get ready it's like when the, the, the hottest song out right now mm-hmm. that tends to be the song that everybody's using
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, so that's kind of unique that You really seek God Mm -hmm. to find out, Lord, what song would you have me to minister through, Mm -hmm. you know, at this time? What is it that these people need to hear from you? So that's I I like that.
1: And a lot of times it has it starts with me and it starts with the group and whoever's ministering. It's most nine times out of ten. It's what are you going through? Because God always ministers to us first before we can minister to others. And it's about our faith because even up to this day, you know, we just had something two days ago on Friday and, you know, you'll prepare something, and he'll get there, and the and guy's like, nope, switch the song, okay, here we go, and so then we get into what we call prophetic worship, so that's flowing uh, in the vein of the Holy Spirit, and just really flowing, um, just, you know, literally flowing, not having choreography, not having moves, like, mm. set in stone, but mm-hmm. just if the song says, let your power fall, how can you illustrate that, God, what, what, what are you showing me, so it's really about your faith, and as a leader, you know, <clears throat> especially with young people, I do get a lot of... You know, I uh, backlash sometimes about that because Miss Kisha, we practiced like eight weeks for this song. What do you mm. mean you're going to change it? <laughs> listen, I'm just doing what the Lord said, so bless you. <laughs> so. And they,
0: they understand that eventually or um, are they ev- still struggling?
1: eventually, like, <laughs> oh. you know, it <laughs> take a while, especially if we have the younger ones that, you know, like he said, like, this, this is break every chain. Like, I listen to this every day. My mom was to my auntie, my cousin, so I'm going to do it. And mm. so, you know, but. It, it, it's teaching me and it has taught me to stand up be firm and hey because at the end of the day I gotta stand before God right. so he gonna be like when I told you to switch right. the song they didn't like it you <laughs> right. kept it the same and we've had we've had a lot of things happen where we go, went places sometimes and I was like okay I, okay God I know you said switch it but Give me one more, one more confirmation. Yeah, the lights will shut off. Yeah, the mics will go mm, out. Wow. Somebody break, you know, sprain their ankle. We'd be like, oh, amen. So, wow. <laughs> it's all a learning process. Wow.
2: wow, and and what I heard in that too is that you're teaching younger, young younger people mm-hmm. how to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. Correct. Which is really, really important. Um, you know, in in our churches today, you know, it's a lot of rhetoric and a lot of um, you know just kind of go with the motions and things mm-hmm. like that and we say it's the holy spirit but mm, not really it's more tradition it's more Come that's on. what we've mm. been doing formality Come uh, on. right formality and, and form and fashion mm-hmm. and you know you through you know being in that leadership role you're teaching young people how to follow the the lead of the holy spirit which is so important um, yes. i'm reminded of a of a scripture that says um, in that very moment, in that very hour, the Holy Spirit will teach you exactly what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be, you know, he'll teach you what to do or how mm-hmm. to minister and right. things like that. Um, a lot of times we'll wait for him to download to us so that we'll be ready. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't prepare us until we actually step into that moment. That's it. You know, so that's that's awesome
1: drive all the Mm. way to New York and don't know what song you're doing Mm. (laughs) but God I I, I trust you because he'll meet you there exactly and And you'll be because you stepped out on faith Mm -hmm. Nice. I could have just said I don't know what I'm doing so I'm going to cancel did that when I first started Mm. but that's another segment so anyway (laughs) (laughs)
2: let's talk more no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding let's talk about that let's explore (laughs) that how are you feeling (laughs) Mm -mm. um no, but I I'm glad you uh, you know that you're learning this stuff now, mm-hmm. um you know like you said leadership is is it's one about it's a role and it's a thing of listening mm-hmm. and being able to hear and being in tune. Um, a lot of people think leadership is really just about I'm in charge, mm-hmm. I'm calling the shots, you know listen to me or else. Mm-hmm. And it's really not. It's it's really about following first. Right. Um, and being serving to and serving, absolutely.
1: My message is in servant leadership. And so that's what we studied for two years. How to be a servant leader. Wow. Decreasing hmm. yourself. Right. I believe
0: that's what our, our church is doing right now. Mm-hmm. The, about being servants. Yeah. So, or stewards, I'm sorry. But Stewards. Same
2: same yeah. 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 Same thing. Um so how do how do my how does mime and praise dance or does it? Mm-hmm. Um, how does it intersect? How does it connect? Mm-hmm. How is it different?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for asking the number one asked question. <laughs> Stir up the gift. Um, it's very simple, if you ask me. Um, a lot of people won't agree, but amen. You know, very simple. Uh, they're both worship. They both uh, have to do with that relationship between you and God. Mm-hmm. They both have to do with expression and letting out what uh, the gift that's in you. So if your gift is flowy or if your gift is stern, it really doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. about how you express it to God. Now, I will give you a tidbit and say, mime, obviously, we have face paint. Uh, we have face paint only to bring out expressions for no other reason. going to kill that one right now. It's very
0: effective, <laughs> too, by the way. Yeah. So talking yeah. to you with also face paint or without, it's a <laughs> totally different <laughs> conversation. a lot of people say that. It's true understand. because it's just like, okay, when you're more stern in your face it's like okay i'm i'm sorry Um, (laughs) i don't mean to offend you if i did
1: i gotta gotta toughen up then without my face paint
0: maybe yeah (laughs) because right now it's just coming off of sarcasm which i already know is you're just dripping with so
2: are there and you were answering another question but i I thought of something else Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so are there like different um myths out there or Mm -hmm. like ideas about why Mm -hmm. you wear the face paint do people have different uh, Mm -hmm. like thoughts about why that is, rather than...
1: Uh, well, uh, it goes back to Greek myth- methodology. Am I saying that right? Mythology.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Close enough.
1: Yeah. And, you know, uh, the whole uh, white face pig it's not needed, because it reminds me of ghosts, and it's demonic. and. Really? Uh, a lot of people, uh, some people, because the old mimes, they did the red lipstick, and mm-hmm. so modernized way, most of the mimes now do black lipstick, black eyebrows a lot of churches even current churches i won't name denominations but current churches they um they don't they don't like it because they feel like you're hiding behind something and so really yes so we have to be very careful when we're stepping out to minister um most we haven't had in not that many situations where we had an encounter about the face paint but uh yes it still exists and certain churches won't allow you to if i come in and teach a team you know, which is fine to me. Like I said, it's about worship. Mm. Now, my some other mimes you might interview later in life, <clears throat> they they feel that, you know what I'm saying, the, the paint is, is very essential. Like, oh, my God, I forgot my paint at home. I can't mime today. Mm. But it's about worship. So mm. whether God accept, God's not like, oh, you don't have your paint today? Uh, I won't be accepting that worship. When you put your paint on, I'll accept it. You know, it's not about that. So, And I understand that when you come to the skill and the technique of mime, of course, mime paint is essential. White gloves are essential because they allow your movements to be bigger. Versus a praise dancer, you usually have a skirt, a dress, a flowy movement. Praise dancers have techniques uh, as far as, you know, I don't know the moves because my teachers do the dance part. I do the mime part. Mm. But, you know, they have little curtsies and correct me if i'm wrong dancers Mm -hmm. right and mine is (laughs) we're like
2: so yeah okay
1: wow
2: that's that's really interesting i I Mm -hmm. actually know um someone back home who Mm -hmm. um who's been doing mine for a really long time and uh, i i've never heard like Mm -hmm. some people won't receive it simply Mm -hmm. because of
1: now is she from the south
2: no, she's, well, okay. uh, South Jersey. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Because in the South, is more is more prominent. So okay. you have thousands of my ministries. Whereas when you come to New England, you know, past <laughs> Virginia, mm, you know, mm-hmm. so it's very scarce. And so this region, one of the mandates that are on, is on my life and why I had to come to Connecticut. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. I'm, still, I'm still dealing with that. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> it's because, you know, just opening and making it more aware. You know what All I'm right. saying? So a lot of the backlash and resistance that you get in this region is strictly like, well, why do you have to wear that? You mm-hmm. know, whereas down south it is more prominent. Right. You know, you're going to see a mime at every surface. Whereas here, why why, did, why is she walking on with that on her face? Like, did she get some you just trying to break on? some kind like, of just, right. I don't want to call it stereotype, but yes. just Yes. And, uh, they're not used to it. Yep. And, mm-hmm. you know, being that trailblazer to really set the standard. I went to an event last night in New York, and uh, the leader, she had an event. It wasn't a a huge event, but um, she said the same thing to me. Uh, She's in New York, and she said she knew of only two ministries in the whole state of New York, that mine. And she said that her mandate was for the same thing. God showed her that in New York, she has to continue to be that trailblazer and really set the standard of what my ministry is. And so it's the same for me in Connecticut. Wow. You know, yeah. Do so
0: you
2: have a monopoly here? Really? You can just <laughs> take over in the state. I don't know about all that. God has a monopoly. I don't know. I think I just caught some revelations. Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 no, that's, that's good though. And, and God, he, 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 I mean, even throughout the Bible, you'll see him doing that. You'll mm-hmm. see him, um, taking somebody and telling them to do something that no one's ever seen before. Mm-hmm. And that person at first is like, you want me to do what? What? And then once he does it, Mm -hmm. and then the people kind of catch on and things like that. So, but Mm -hmm. I'm for, I I just caught revelation. I'm going to take, I receive. Very, very (laughs) challenging.
1: You know, everyone <laughs> wants to be a trailblazer and we all encourage leaders as well, but that's what I really teach of the fundamental what comes with that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you walk through the fire first, but that means you had to get burnt. That means you had to know what armor to wear. That means yeah. you gotta know after the fire is gone, how is that gonna relate to your life? Yeah. You led people, glory to God, but you gotta know, you know, what comes along with that. So right. I've really been in that place, still learning. Mm-hmm. And all is well. <laughs>
2: wow. That's awesome well we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll have yeah. more with keisha hold on i think i messed up your last name yep. say your last name tigner tigner yeah. see i thought the g was silent for like, some reason
1: wow. i thought
0: that too but i'm yeah. like well i'm gonna wait let her say it and
2: yeah, then...
1: yeah. <laughs> It's tigger with an n
2: tigger with an n
1: without a g if that helps it, no it doesn't because okay. i'm thinking like, like tigger, tigger. Mm. so you won't say Tig tigger
0: Tigger. oh so you don't tigner. say tigner
1: right so that's why
0: i say oh. tigger see you got it okay. awesome. Could you just broke it down tigner that's awesome <laughs> but i understand it. <laughs> it's the coffee you're still waiting for that to just take correct. effect correct. long long weekend correct well you're trying to throw to a break i'm sorry Come
2: on. <laughs> i'm learning um we will be right back more with keisha tigner and our guest co-host t sterling watson <laughs>
0: Podcast. I know it's been a little while since the last podcast or last episode and that's just because I, I did get a new job and I was working on a whole bunch of things from upgrading about, um, wow I didn't even count how many there were, Let's get, I'm going to say about 7 laptops or 7 computers, 7 PCs uh, from Windows 7, 8 and 8.1 all the way to 10. Two of them did not take, because one of them has to be upgraded to 8.1 first, and the other one is just being weird. So, yeah, that's that. Um, I've been taking care of a lot of church business, which includes trying to, not even trying to, but I've been in the process of redesigning our church logo, um, working on videos to show during church. Um... Just a whole bunch of bunch of stuff. So I I've, I've been staying busy. I've also been getting back into blogging. So there's a, uh, I think there should be at least two. I'm working on a third piece. Um, trying to actually you know think some things out, like not just just blah, on you know a blog post, which I just did just now. So I I know how how sexy that sounded just now. So I'm I'm trying to class it up a little bit, and actually you know put some thought behind what I'm trying to say. Versus just like what I'm doing right now. So I'm working on that. And uh, just, you know, just living life and getting through things. So unfortunately, with all the stuff that I've been doing, the podcasting kind of fell a little bit by the wayside. Just a little bit. I didn't forget about it. I've been taking notes. So it's like, okay, I want to do an episode about this. I want to. So I've got plans. I have ideas, things. Um, in fact, this episode with uh, The Faith Life was actually going to be episode number eight. But I decided, because of the next, which which is now what's going to be the episode 8, it's going to be about, um, should I even tell you? No, I don't think I should. Well, you'll find out in the descriptions anyway. Uh, episode 8 will be about Sense8, and I will have a, a returning guest, um, I'm not sure if she'll be the first returning guest of the Indub podcast. I'm going to say that she is, but the, um... The Moxie Queen herself, uh, Courtney Hinton, will be back to talk about Sense8, since it's a show that we both like a lot. So um, we'll be back to talk about that, and we're going to get all spoilery. So if you haven't seen it, and you want to see it, and you want to listen to us talk about it, then I suggest you do that. If you don't want to see it, and you just don't care, and you're going to listen to it anyway, you can do that too. Uh it is not a show for everyone, we have realized that it's it seems to be kind of polarizing for some people, where they just can't quite get through it. And we try to tell people, you gotta get to at least maybe episode 6 or 7, and then that's when things really take off. But even then, some people, they still just aren't with it, so, I mean, to each their own, I guess. I don't really like using that cliche, but at this point, it works. So if that's not for you, then whatever. Uh, but it's still, it's still a great show and it just got renewed for uh, season two. That announcement was made on August 8th. So I mean, I could draw a more dramatic pause there, but I'm not sure people would kind of comprehend that since eight, August 8, okay we're moving on. Um, I'd also like to uh, give a quick shout out to Laura Mioli, who recently uh, released her first episode of her new podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash Ludavision. Now, I'm not sure if that's... Oh, I, I think I've been pronouncing it wrong. I recorded this a couple times, and I actually said loudivision the first time. I don't really know how it's supposed to be said. I think she even said it on her podcast, but me, lately, I have not been listening to, you know. I, I've been hearing things, but I haven't really been listening. Like, oh, okay, yeah, it's that podcast. Um, I'm just going to spell it for you. So you got soundcloud.com, slash l-o-u-d-a-v-i-s-i-o-n now that's also her uh uh, twitter grant twitter account so at loudavision um and you can follow her but that's where you can find her her podcast it's a great uh, episode she uh, speaks with uh, a very influential inspiring motivational photographer and model so um it's, it's, twi- it's I think, about 20 minutes? 20 minutes well spent, so definitely check it out. It's, it's good stuff. Um, now, I mean, with all the podcasting and things going on that I'm doing, it's, it's actually hard for me to consume podcasts like I used to, because I used to listen to a whole plethora of podcasts. I'm not saying that multiple times faster, because I'm already having a hard enough time speaking as it is. But um, due to... The schedule that I have now with the new job and everything it's it's not as easy now to consume as many podcasts as I used to and I'm a little sad by that because I mean there's a lot of great podcasts out there and it's 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 tough Um, but hey it's my problem it's it's something for me to to deal with to work with to try to figure out how to make that fit Um, with that said I do want to recommend another podcast uh, or podcaster both really, uh, Geek Soul Brother. He's got a podcast. You can find it on iTunes. And um, he is an, an awesome dude. He's a fun guy. He hosts a Saturday Night Sci-Fi on Twitter, where he uh, picks a science fiction movie normally, usually on Netflix, sometimes it's on YouTube, sometimes it's on other, uh, like, sometimes not even a movie, sometimes a TV show, which is what he did one Saturday. And he started uh, live tweeting or streaming uh fringe the tv show from fox from a few years ago it's an awesome show if you've never seen it so basically people were just so excited about the show and loved it so much that i decided to pick up the ball and kind of run a spin-off so i started hashtag fringe friday so that's now something that i do every friday which i'm inviting you the listener to uh that we live tweet uh two episodes of fringe every friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So log into your computers and uh, do people still log into computers? Yeah, I guess you have to. You gotta log in if you have a lock on it. I guess you should. Um, but yeah, Fringe Fridays, uh, Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we watched two episodes. We're still in season one um, as of right now. I mean, because it is August of 2015. So. I do not know if we'll keep going through, like, the, the fall and the winter. We, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll figure it out. And if you're already following me on Twitter, you will figure it out because I will tell you. Uh, so definitely check that out and also check out Saturday Night Sci-Fi and check out Geek Soul Brother, uh, his podcast, on iTunes. Um, I think that's everything for... Uh, what housekeeping notes so uh, i think it's time to get into the show because i I think i talked more than i wanted to but i had a whole bunch of stuff it's been a long crazy month month and a half whatever the last time i was i i I recorded a lot of stuff's been happening a lot of good things good things so it's you know just stuff i wanted i wanted you to know because you're a friend and and i think and i i don't feel it robbery not to tell you not to let you know hey He's busy doing stuff. So, okay, I'll give him a pass for not up uploading a new podcast episode. But, you know, there's just things, a lot of things going on. Life is happening. So, that's what's going on. So, now that life is happening, or life has happened, life is still happening. The Faith Life is about to
2: happen right now. And we are back to this episode of The Faith Life. I'm sitting here with my guest co-host T. Sterling Watson of the Indu podcast and our special guest, Miss Keisha Tigner. I wanted to say Tyner again, but that's not right. (laughs) It's not right. (laughs) Well, again, thank you for being here with us and, um, you know, just telling us a little bit about your ministry and stuff like that. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you're from the south. Where's about?
1: ATL, shouting. I'm wow. sorry. <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. So
2: the uh, starting to come out? southernness, I guess, just came out. Just <laughs> it did.
0: <laughs> You've been <laughs> yes. holding that back for a while? Sorry. Or since you're up in the, the northern region? You no. That?
1: Oh, okay. A lot of people pick it up, kind of.
2: No, but it came the in more, really strong. The more so. I stay
1: here, the more I become northernized. Mm.
2: See, I'm fighting it. Oh. <laughs> i'm fighting i'm from the philly area so Uh-oh. i'm i'm fighting it i don't want to but mm. every now and then yeah. just kind of takes you when you don't you're not mm. expecting it right mm. okay. i
0: do have a question for you um, Sure. although you can probably jump in too because i never asked i never asked you so this was Uh-oh. this is coming from the uh the land of indubia so um and and don't think too hard about it. I'm it's, not. It's, it's, okay, all right. Are <laughs> you defensive? Um, if you were a muffin, what kind of muffin would you be?
1: <laughs> How did I know it was going to be something totally not related? To <laughs> See, that's I and uh, I had
0: warned you ahead of time it would be off the wall. But yeah, yeah.
1: I think blueberry. Blueberry. hmm Only mm. because I like blueberry like all my life.
0: Okay. I was normally going to throw the, it's like, it doesn't have to be a favorite. It could oh. kind of describe your personality, maybe. But
1: Banana but, nut. Okay. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> sometimes
2: sometimes
1: you feel like a, <laughs> sometimes banana. you don't. Exactly. And other like times you feel like a blueberry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so that's a good mixture.
2: I think I would answer that the same way, actually. <laughs> also blueberry and blueberry. also <laughs> banana nut? Not banana nut. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm I'm a little nutty, but I keep mine on the cool side. Mm, (laughs) Because
0: it's either that question or, and I can always ask this one, too. um, If Ben & Jerry's was to contact you and ask you, hey, we would like you to come up with a flavor or a special variety, what would you have in your Ben & Jerry's ice cream?
1: I thought you were going to say, what would the name of it be?
0: Hmm. Well, I mean that would kind of like come with it, but
1: the mimotastic the flavor. The mimotastic.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I couldn't even say okay. it, but um what what would be in it?
1: Hmm. Something with like chocolate and nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's good enough, I guess. <laughs> Something with chocolate yeah. and some nuts. And
1: yeah, stuff. maybe almonds. Okay. Yeah. I don't really like Ben and Jerry's, so. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Sorry. Their their promotions already Sorry. gone. They just, wow. they just took they the money back. they sponsor. I'm just saying. <laughs> Cold Stone girl.
2: Okay. okay, I'm with you there. Yeah. Although Ben and Jerry's has this new flavor, um, I believe it's called Cookie Core. Mm. So it's he's laughing at I'm, me because I'm, he I'm knows. laughing because
0: it's made an appearance pretty much in every episode so far <laughs> of the new podcast.
2: So. And I was like, I'm not going to talk about it this time, but wow. you brought it up. Yeah. It's like, it's actually it, your fault that I eat it. It's so. it's my mm-hmm. fault. And I had to slow down because I found myself having one like every other day. And I was like, all right, this is getting out of hand. But anyway, it's, <laughs> um, it, 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 it had half of its vanilla, half of its chocolate. It's got chunks of, of chocolate in it, but then it's got this real thick chocolatey cookie core right in the center of the container. Mm. And it's just like wow.
1: That sounds sounds awesome. It's magical. I um, ate the the banana one.
2: This is better than that one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they have a whole line of core oh. core ice cream. So, um the the idea is they come out with these flavors and then they infuse a core of like maybe like there's one with jam in the middle. There's there's a, there's also well
0: going on with the the cookie aspect. There's the uh, cookie butter. By right. the spec you lose, I think. Um, which mm. Trader Joe's has that cookie butter, by the mm. way. In and case you're looking for it. And
1: what would you use the cookie butter on? Uh,
0: toast. Um, yeah. Pretzels. Pretzels. Uh, you can dip other... Wow. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm really making myself look horrible, but you can dip other cookies in the cookie butter. <laughs> wow. And eat it that way. Um, Mom, can I have some cookie butter? No. But For you breakfast? find it in the peanut butter aisle. Oh, okay. Um And they, uh, the one that I rec- recommend is the Biscoff cookie butter. It is oh, yeah, absolutely the Biscoff is good. And that's exa- if you have those cookies, yeah, you know exactly what the cookie butter tastes like. on the plane, like. yeah. So go, go get some. It's delicious. Uh,
1: that sounds a little fattening.
0: Well, once in a while. like When you had, had a hard day, like a hard, hard weekend, like like you did, and like, oh, I just need to relax, just put in a piece Even of toast. Even though I
1: have an Oreo coffee here, but totally neglecting that, cookie butter just sounds wrong. <laughs> it's wrong,
2: but it's so good. You know what's wrong? That cookie core <laughs> ice cream is wrong. The way I was eating it was wrong. Yeah, and I had to calm down on it. That was that was darn near sinful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so wrong, but yes, it's so good. Um, and the other one is peanut butter. In case you're into mm. peanut butter cookies, no, mm-hmm. okay, good. We won't discuss that any further. <laughs> so they got the the cookie butter one, and then the the choco boom chocolata. I think it's boom called
2: chocolata. Wow. Yeah. Who boom
1: at these names.
2: Ben and Jerry's <laughs> Corporation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much the marketing team. I doubt. I, I was about
1: to say I doubt it. They probably solicit them from.
0: People. well with the cookie core ones there's actually a guy who he went and designed it for them yeah. so mm. i did a little
2: research just a little bit <laughs> so I'm
0: like oh, are they coming out with any more but nope it's just stuck at
2: that one so <laughs> well in the beginning when i first found out about it and we we're really having a conversation about ben and jerry's really awesome. um, when i first found out about it i was upset because there were only certain stores that you could find the the cookie the chocolate cookie core mm-hmm. um, particular uh, brand at. Um, so like one Stop and Shop would have it, but the other ones wouldn't. So mm-hmm. I had to travel to get it. That's yeah, and word. Stop and Shop is a, a like a kind of a northern <laughs> New England
0: uh, <laughs> shopping chain because there's other places where I was like, you guys got a Stop and Shop? I'm like no, we got Krogers. So I'm like, okay, right. Well, you might find it there. Uh, but Walmart, Target, mm-hmm. Target, yeah. So you'll you'll find them there. If you're looking for them, and I recommend you do check them out. And
1: this has been sponsored mm-hmm. by <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ben and Jerry, listen.
2: <laughs> we we welcome all donations. <laughs> um you uh you mentioned that you're twenty six years old. I am and you are you sound like you're pretty firm in your faith. Um and you know, you're pretty firm in where you are as far as serving God and things like that. Um, And I bring that up because I was reading an article um, in USA Today Mm -hmm. and they actually reported, and I think this article was maybe two or three years old, um, but they reported that about 70% of young people um, whom identify as Protestant Christians, Mm -hmm. um, they say that after attending church regularly during their high school years and before that, um, they are now, so that age group is now leaving the church by the age of 23.
1: Wow. Let me talk about this at our youth panel.
2: Yeah. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts around? Uh,
1: Consistency. (laughs) Not having the youth not being consistent or not having enough opportunities and Mm. not enough leaders or people in front of them who can consistently lead them to Christ. Mm. So we are the generation of we change every five minutes. And so, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one day we want this, the next day we want that, and uh, ministries have to be mindful of that mm-hmm. and have to use different. If we, I was in the secular world, would be marketing techniques, but in the church world, we do have to still have marketing, but it's still what will appeal to the young person. Right. You know, three-day revival, amen. We all need to be revived, but they need movie night, they need panel night, they need, right. you know. What, you know, because there's so much opportunity for them in the world. So you have to, you know, turn, you know, turn and, and not even not turn and twist it, but make things appealing to the young person.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, some people will, will argue that, well, we don't need to do that in this church because yep. we're not competing with the world yep. and things like that. Um, competing
1: Eating though. I mean, Jesus spoke in parables, so he knew how to break things down so right. that people could understand. Right. You're telling a 12 year old to come to church every Sunday and just listen to the pastor. Amen. But th- what did the word mean to them? They're 12. Like, right. how did they break that down? So, right. you know, and also not ju- ju- being the judgmental factor that mm. comes to a lot of play with our generation. Say uh, more about that. <coughs> uh, generation, I <coughs> can be very prideful uh, because. <clears throat> a lot of us grew up in households uh, without mother and mother and father or were raised by grandmother. And so we have this sense of independence and we could do everything. And we, no one can tell us anything, even mm. though I'm admit, I know my generation going to get me, but it's okay. Y'all we got to be real. <laughs> and so, you know, when we come in, we think we know everything. And so now my skirt's too short or something. And the, mo- the mother was like, you know, Hey, here's a lap skirt. What? I'm not going back to this church because they don't take me as i am you know but Mm -hmm. at the same time like we as a church we have to know how to be loving and so when the when the people come in off the street the young person or you know whoever just giving them christ but not forcing it down their throat or you know being you know i hear a lot of people say all the time my age group that's why they don't go to church because they come to church and you know they can't sit in church without somebody like "Mm, wow what you got on (laughs) Hmm. oh you didn't go up for prayer why are your eyes open? Calm down. Like she just got here. She don't know what this, what does this mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so taking the time to invest and explain, you know, so.
2: Wow. Yeah. That and, and you're, you hit the nail right on the head. Um, you know, and I want to give a quick shout out to uh, my spiritual parents in New Jersey uh, pastors, John and Aisha Edmondson um, pastors of victory in Christ Christian center. I look at them as a model, uh, because their church is they're actually turning 15 in November and um a good portion of their church is age 18 to about 29 mm-hmm. a good portion of their their partners are 18 to 29 um so while you know there's some churches you know and you're absolutely right where the judgment thing is a an issue and um they don't understand the word they're not getting the word at their level um but in this particular church, they're doing they're doing something right yep. that the young people are flocking to mm-hmm. them, and I think what's happening is they're they're leaving places where they've been hurt and where yep. they've been rejected, and now they're going to a place where they you know they can be accepted.
1: Yep. And there's a quite a few. There's a big church. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, obviously, no Bishop Jakes, but his daughter Sarah Jakes married up. Uh, pastor Tor Roberts there in California Mm. and their church is set up the same way 18 to 30, but they're all in the arts ministry Mm. and it's so powerful because our generation just likes to be real. So whenever we find a church where we could just be real, wear our jeans, come in on our sweats and worship, we're good. You know, there's another church in uh, Bridgeport or New Haven. I think it's a city church. There's quite a few uh, blossoming in Connecticut uh, within that range group. And they say that like on their website and their promotion, they're like, this is targeted towards the young adult, which is pretty cool because Mm. you're like, you know you also need that wisdom factor though right. but mm-hmm. that comes right. in place with the leadership and right. so yeah
2: yeah that's i mean it's it's critical because you know although we're our although the days and the times and the age you know it's it's headed in a certain direction mm-hmm. um these young people they're going to be they're the future church right and, you know, we, yeah, we might've done it this way for so long. Right. Um, we're not going to be here forever. Right. And part of our, you know, that's what we've been talking here at our church is discipleship mm. and actually what it really means to make a disciple, mm-hmm. which is, you know, training somebody up, mm-hmm. raising them up to be that leader, to be, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, I like to say I'm preparing somebody to, to take my role because mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah. Um, and for me to act like i am that's just kind of mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense
1: and what um, we have on our wall at uh Up the gift is the question of will you carry the torch and mm. so about passing the mantle you mm. know moses how moses passed the mantle to joshua in the bible you know or elijah and elisha like really understanding that when you disciple is about that servant and you have to be willing to follow and you have to be willing to you know a lot of us we want the mantle but we don't want the Responsibility. (laughs) We don't want the, you know, accountability. Like you have to follow pastor around. Like not just when he in the pulpit. You got to know how he do things. Mm -hmm. So, it's important.
2: Awesome, Mm -hmm. awesome. So when you're not miming, what are you doing (laughs) in your free time?
1: In my free time. Do
2: you have any free time?
1: Yeah, like five minutes a day. That's free time. That is free time. Totally. What do you do in those five no, minutes? I'm kidding, Maximize I, your seriously. five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, to, I'm a get up and goer. It's not a word, but I made it up. A traveler, you know, every free time, every moment I get, you know, I'll just get in the car most likely and just drive. Where am I going? Wherever, you know. You won't beach. know until you get there. Yeah. yeah, like to the beach or, you know, um, I do a little bit of writing. Shh, don't tell. One day I'll release a book. Shh. Anyway and <laughs> i do like like i said like to try new things like to get away um yeah maryland jersey the beach uh
0: paris you mentioned too Paris.
1: So. by the time i'm 30 i'm there hmm, you we're got gonna four play years. we're gonna play this podcast back and be like see
0: <laughs> i already want to i wish that i had recorded it um but you had told me that you wanted to have like a mime convention of sorts Yeah. and this was many years ago and <laughs> you have since I believe wow. you've done that and wow. opened the school so Correct. you definitely came through and wow. um yeah I that's why yeah. like wow I've I, I've got to bring this back up and, re- and ask her if she remembers telling me that she wanted to do this wow. and I'm I'm proud i'm happy god be the glory yes
1: you don't remember those conversations sometimes you're like because a lot of people bring them up you know Mm. i remember when you said i'm like i did say that Mm -hmm. don't remember but god knew i I remember (laughs) right peppered farm remembers i know (laughs) but god is so amazing
0: I'm trying to get money from them
1: too. So that would he began. He Please will send complete. us money. <laughs> 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 we got Parvish, Prevish Farm, we got Dunkin', mm-hmm. Ben & Jerry's, like Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. we're on a roll. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: All food places yeah. yeah. So you want to talk about the convention or
1: Um, well it was it was just a mime conference we had in 2013, um called Molding into my expression. That's our personal acronym for mime molding into my expression so we like uh it. yeah so it was just a two-day conference we had a speaker we had workshops and then we did hands-on choreography and closed the night with the showcase if you will or having all the participants uh, minister what uh we taught throughout the day wow. uh, so that was in 2013 and uh, we'll do another one soon but we've really been focusing on the classes um we have quarterly uh I don't like to call them recitals, but celebrations where all the kids will mime and we'll have guest ministries come in. Uh, We also do something called I Told God Yes, and Mm. it's a deliverance service, um, and we just travel and do do it in different areas. Uh, Looking to do one again uh, in Middletown soon. And what that is, it's just a night of deliverance, and we use a lot of arts ministries. We do uh, dance through praise and worship, dance through prayer, dance through scripture, and really just... Uh, reaching out to the young people to let them know, hey, you can give your life to Christ. You don't have yeah. to wait till you're 100. So, nice. yes. Well, because I, I
0: was going to wait till I was 100. I um, understand. The Stir Up the Gift, I mean, you yes. mentioned it a few times. Yes. Could you give us a little history? Um?
1: Yes. Yeah, so Stir Up the Gift Arts Academy was born. It was born, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was founded. Well, oh, you in birthed it. So. Correct. In 2013, off right down the street, Middletown. Uh, we had our first session at Vinny's Jump and Jive. And um, the Lord just laid it on my heart. Um, Obviously, as you continue to grow in your ministry, um, you know, people always ask, can can they learn mime and how do they mime? And so we developed our first class, had our first class in Middletown. We graduated about 30 participants, and those were the participants that ministered at the Mime Conference Mm -hmm. in September. And so then this became a quarterly um, semester. And so we moved from Middletown to New Haven, and we used the YMCA for about a year. We had, uh, four sessions and two sessions in, uh, 2014 and, um, yeah, just continuing to grow and teach the three different age groups. So four to eight, eight to 12 and 13 and up. And now to God be the glory, we have our first location in Hamden, um, which just opened in April, 2015. Nice. Mm. Yay. Yeah. So now we're able to have access to this space, which is awesome because we can do rehearsals. We can do the classes. We also hold uh, mentorship there. We have Monday Night Manna, which is an interactive Bible study class. You should come out one day. All right.
3: right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So really just expanding. Um, We have also what we're doing this year. We're going to do a play uh, called I Told God Yes. So look out for that we also do stir up the arts retreats mm, okay oh. two day encounter anybody who's in the arts go away of course and we really just worship together talk about the arts ministry what it is what it means to us what are the challenges that we're facing encourage each, each other uh, our first was in what was our first one was in may uh, we had some special guests come from north carolina from around the area and so those are more intimate settings where you can really connect with others who are in the arts ministry. So look us up online. Say, up <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a
0: listener right now, and I'm like, how do I get in touch with this? I need right. to find it. Where do I go?
1: Stir up the and Stir Up the Gift Arts Academy on Facebook and on Instagram, SG underscore Academy. But Stir Up the Gift Arts Academy, if you just Google us, you can find us awesome if you want us to do a workshop a class or anything we're available so
2: nice nice <laughs> nice you're, you're doing some really big things um here in connecticut and um it's very obvious that you're here for a reason so really <laughs> <laughs> well not because we asked you here but right. you're here in the world right. for a right. reason. just
0: clarifying
2: <laughs> <laughs> um but you know I'm, I'm glad to see you know younger people um still being obedient to god and serving Mm -hmm. and being passionate about you know finding out what it is that god wants them to do and actually Mm -hmm. carrying it out um my mom used to say something to me and i don't know mom if you're listening you'll have to correct me if i'm saying it incorrectly but she used to say that um the the richest place in the world is the graveyard Mm. Mm. yep because so many people are going to the grave without ever fulfilling mm-hmm. their potential and fulfilling their God-given destiny. Yep. Um, and so it's it's good to see that, you know, people, there are some people who are still going after um, what God has placed in them, you mm-hmm. know, and, and fulfilling the purpose that God has for them.
1: Right. The biggest so. dreams, the biggest books, the biggest floor plans. Yeah. They are mm-hmm. all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my one prayer, like, Lord, I don't want to be that way. So if you're telling me to do 80 things in one week, praise the Lord. (coughs) Give me grace. (laughs) And a little more coffee. My accountability partners (laughs) probably listening, like, and rest. But we will rest. Hallelujah. But for real, just, like, carrying the torch because it's not about us. It's about the souls that God wants to save. And there's so many, Hmm. you know, people dying and lost out there that it's room for everybody. Churches are on every corner. But yet. We'll
2: get into that another time. Yeah. Hey, I'll bring it up because you know my my whole thing is we can do church all day. Right. What impact are you having? Yep. You know
1: the church is Um, without outside the four walls.
2: Right. Exactly. And in fact, you know we it. I mean, if you really get down to it, we are the church, Mm -hmm. not the building, not the you know service. It's us. We're the church. We're this. The church is a living, breathing organism, Um, not an organization. You know, so and some an, people that
0: will never was, stop. That
1: was a nugget right there. It was, it was. <laughs>
0: should have, should have gave it a little pause just I to know, sink in. But it mirinate. there, it's there. Okay, <laughs> and then some people will never step into a church. So yes. you are right. the only experience that they ever might have with, yes, with God, like so. the
1: awesome event that Grace and Mercy has, yeah. the outdoor <laughs> evangelistic event. Mm, yeah, mm, <laughs> yes,
0: which yeah. we were, we were graced to have such a wonderful uh, guest come by and minister to the awesome, people. yes. Have you seen them before? Um not like that. Like I've seen them but then it's like each time I see them it, it's it they've grown spiritually mm. and just like
1: these are awesome people. Last time it was just, them. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> last time was just one person. I should I
0: mean last time it was just one person then this time it's three and wow. it was it was
2: moving so wow. <laughs> I'm like wow the look at God. Look at <laughs> God. Mom says that a lot but whoever yeah, these yeah. people are look at them. <laughs> Um, just really quickly, uh, how about how many people do you have enrolled um, in the academy right now?
1: Um, so it's a tricky question, only because um, we don't necessarily. So the, the main location is in Hamden, uh, but we do a lot of fellowshipping with different churches, different organizations and still serving. You mm-hmm. know, so our general class, we like to keep intimate that are held at the academy, the academy. So probably uh, 20 in each class. Uh, but then we, like I said, we, we network and, and do things, you know, workshops as such. And so, you know, I'm really carrying the torch and trying to do things, um, you know, with techn- with, with our, 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 our world is technology savvy. So mm. I'm trying to, I'm in the process actually of developing, uh, web-based classes and Skype mm. sessions as such. Wow. Uh, we do, we do, we do it now, but it's not. Labeled as you know, this mm. is a Skype session. It's like, hey, I have a question, and I live in North Carolina. Can we talk about it? Sure, wow. Skype me. So, yeah, so I'm gonna work on those numbers because I know I have awesome. to get them. <clears throat> but, yeah,
3: awesome.
1: We do partnering with New York. Uh, we also teach at a school called Art of Worship in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. And you know, it's just about just partnering and all doing things together. Absolutely, and so, absolutely, yeah
2: absolutely yeah we were we weren't created to be these islands we were mm-hmm. created to be interdependent on one another so that was a good nugget was. wait for it what? There, there it, it is, is. <laughs> and there's a there's a word too
0: for a group of islands that are together i don't remember what that is i wish i had it but my phone is on airplane mode so i can't <laughs> look up yeah but all
3: that's, right
2: that's what we'd be so um keisha again thank <laughs> you for for stopping by before Ain't you go and I was debating whether or not I wanted to ask this question. But since T. Sterling hit us with the muffin question, I'm going to hit you with this question. Top five hip hop artists.
1: Wow. Like five, like five. Whole I was never a hip hop girl.
2: OK, top five, whatever artists. Or just I guess you're top five all time <laughs> artists then. <laughs> if you can fit them in the
1: five. Gee. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Top five artists. I'm gonna just throw it out there because I'm just me. Listen, Go for it. listen. Tashkabs gets number one. Okay, she gets number one. Um, gee, I'm a '90s baby, kinda. So I liked, you know that. We won't judge you. No judgment. No, I'm comfortable. Okay. Tashkabs. I don't know, like NDIRE, mm. Uh this is really hard.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm thinking in my head, too. Like, Yeah, I, like. I don't hmm. know, guys. The, I don't know. Okay. This but Tasha th- Cobb is number one. Yeah. Tasha Cobbs
1: yeah. is number one. Okay. Tasha Cobbs. Yeah. William Murphy. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about my playlist. Like, it switches, it switches all the time. So, that's all I can get for you right now. Okay. That's my other question.
2: Two. I'll deal with three. <laughs> t sterling mm-hmm. same question top five artists okay we got sam cook probably number um, one I'm
0: saying oh, like that <laughs> <laughs> For, uh sam cook uh probably number two be outcast mm. um oh you did say hip hop artist but i opened it up to yeah nearby. whatever um number three um I don't know, i've been really getting back into lauren hill again mm. since she just came out with some music recently so i'm like oh oh up and and yeah um Number four and five. Pretty sure it'd be maybe Joss Stone. Number four mm. and number five. Make sure it's a good one. Hmm. Um, for now, I'm it's it's a placeholder for now. I'm gonna say James Brown for right now, for number five. Got gotcha. you. Placeholder. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Because it, it might switch out. It might
2: be like the Temptations the next day. So. Got gotcha. you gotcha awesome. awesome if I was to throw any out there my number one uh, all time favorite artist is absolutely Tina Marie there is mm-hmm. I have not met or not met but I have <clears throat> not heard a vocalist that can hold it down like she can um, and I had the opportunity to see her live a few times and even though you know um, you know God rest her soul. She passed in uh, 2010. Um, but even though she was, you know, more popular in the 80s and 70s, you know, seeing her in the 2000s and hearing her voice, it's like nothing ever changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Tina Marie is is number one. Uh, number two would be Stevie Wonder. Love Stevie. Um, Stevie. Can
0: you remember th- number five real quick?
2: Huh change my number five real quick. See, he, see he's ready to move out number five already <laughs> prince okay all right we can get down with prince prince
0: all around artists just everything so because
2: plays all instruments lyricist all that and that's why I like Tina Marie because she does the same thing she can like I, in one show I saw her pick up a guitar saxophone um, a bass and then she went and got on a percussion hmm. and and she was singing I'm like this girl's bad <laughs> Um. But I would, and you know, I would probably put Prince as my number five too. Um, I mean, just because the sheer fact that he's been around for so long, mm. um, you know, and he he's put a a stamp on the music industry. So, and
0: we have a certain aunt. Um, yes, that, that would be her number one pick. So yes. I, I feel remiss if I did not shout her out. So Aunt Cindy, <laughs> that was for you. So
2: yes, Aunt Cindy, and we see all the Facebook uh, posts of <laughs> Prince that you put up there. <laughs> Cause she goes to like every show, mm-hmm. and just it's crazy. So yeah, true fan, true mm-hmm. fan. You know, the uh, Friday night, um, Midori and I went to see Salt and Pepper at Mohegan, and that was awesome. Like growing up wait? on them, and they then actually seeing them. Hmm? They still got it. They still got it. They still have it. it was mm. a they lot still this have it. Yeah,
1: Jill Scott was here. Jill so Scott,
2: mm-hmm. um, R. Kelly was around somewhere. Yeah, that one's for Mittery. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> that will be on her list. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yes. And then back back home in Philly, Flowetry mm. was performing. Glad to hear they're still out Absolutely. there. I, th- they just well, got, I, I think that? they just got back together. Mm. Um, so they were performing and things like that. So um, just a little question I thought I'd throw out there and awesome. pick your brain a little bit.
0: You have any contact info, info? if anybody, if you want anyone to get in contact with you, like on the social networks
1: or whatever. So, yeah, um, just up dot com, stir up the gift, Arts Academy, Keisha Tigner, not Tigner, T I G N E R.
0: (laughs) Now she won't let you live that. At Instagram
1: at m s underscore k e y y. My social security number. No, I'm Mm. kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say no. It's like that was a joke. Right.
1: That's it
0: and then we'll see many um pictures of like your chick-fil-a correct adventures. my addiction right. correct right. Right.
1: right
2: listen if they contact you first correct they're christian sure no organization this way yeah they mm-hmm. are they are of course i'll
1: say you know <laughs> have the guys come out and do a podcast at chick-fil-a i mean I, I do set. commercials too so i can i you know yes
0: voice
2: over the commercial
1: yeah yeah i'll do it that'd be dope and i'll just mime out in the commercial
2: <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, Keisha, thank you so much for um taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us today. And uh T Sterling, it was a pleasure to have you on, man. Pleasure to be here. We're gonna have to do this again real soon. Indeed. And maybe we might have Keisha back. Maybe. Yeah, maybe well, I can think think be a co
3: host, guys. Uh, a I mean, co host.
0: Yeah. Kind of like the sound of it, yeah. That's a thought. <laughs> Although hey, we have to get a camera in here because it. Audio does not pick up the
2: facial expressions right. she's giving us the entire <laughs> right. time. But then, if we have a camera, we've got to have her put on her face paint. Wow, oh, right, we're right. are right. doing a lot. I'm <laughs> <laughs> doing a lot. Well, this has been the Faith Life, the best podcast in the world, and we invite I don't know you. if I to... like that. I'm kidding. It, hey, <laughs> you got to speak it into existence, bro. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, but we invite you to check us out on Facebook. At www.facebook.com Forward slash Abundant Life Faith Ministries And remember That Jesus is Lord
0: Once again, I'd like to thank Dame for allowing me to co-host with him on The Faith Life. And, um, yeah, it was a great time. We had a great time together. And hopefully you guys enjoyed what you heard. And uh, if you do, then definitely, by all means, when we start our new podcast, please subscribe and just do all that lovely thing that you do, which is basically, I guess, listening. I would like some feedback, though. Just, you know, a tweet or if you see me in the street, Um, first of all, don't just approach me yo, 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 please just come uh, like a normal person and say, hey, how you doing? Um, that's why I don't go out in the streets much, because that happens. Anyway, um, yeah, give me some feedback. Let me know how you like this episode, the past episode, what you like, what you don't like. Um, more so what you like, because, well, okay, I I gotta have thick skin. So, yeah, if you don't like it, then, you know, tell me that too, so that way I know to do more. (laughs) Um... But yes, also a special thank you uh, to uh, Keisha Tigner for putting up with the two of us. I just know it was a fun scheduling day that particular day because that was a long day. But it was a good day. We had fun. It was fun. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for the new podcast that will be coming out with the three of us. Um, and again, last update again. No, not last update, but just a reminder to check out Laura Mioli's uh, podcast at soundcloud.com forward slash loudavision. And uh, also... If you're not busy on a Friday night um, and you're on Twitter and you want to live tweet with with me and a few of my friends, um, then check out uh, Fringe on Netflix at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hashtag Fringe Friday. Yeah? Okay, cool. Now, uh, I guess that's pretty much everything for this episode. I'll see you next episode for Sensate and other Netflix-y goodness. Um, I think some Emmy stuff, too. Maybe. We'll see. But until then... Remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. The Indu Podcast was recorded on planet Earth and produced somewhere in the state of Connecticut. This has been another 3SFX production. Use your words, Chief. Ah! Good boy.